Welcome back. This is your host, McKenna Miller, and this is Today on the Gram. Today, we're going to do something a little different. So I know that we went through that time of interviews, and that was so great. I loved everyone that got to talk with us. I loved having those conversations with all those different people and hearing their perspective of what the Enneagram is to them and how it affects them and how they use it as a tool for spiritual guidance Um, and for all the different ways that you can use it to help yourself grow and to help yourself best interact with others. And originally what we had planned today was now that you know all of the basics of the Enneagram, all the different numbers, you've heard some perspectives from all these different people. I was going to go ahead and talk about stances and triads and go deeper into all of those different things. Um, But what I decided to do today is I have a very, very busy next few weeks, as I'm sure that a lot of you do as well with the holidays coming up. We're going to take a couple weeks off. And I'm just, I'm loving this podcast. I'm loving what I'm doing with this. I do want to continue this. I'm really loving it. And I think it would be something that I could continue to have a lot of fun with. And so I was thinking, you know what? Let me take a break. Let me take a step back. Let me really plan out what I'm going to do for the next few weeks or a few months um, with this podcast or maybe with a different subject. Um, But I really want to continue this. And so that's what we're going to do. And so today I just wanted to talk a little bit about with the holidays coming up specifically, some of the ways that I know it's hard um, a lot of times to interact with family. It can be, um, you know, we had Thanksgiving already. (laughs) You, you, you got to battle that one out and, you know, with everything that went on in our country this year, um, as far as the Black Lives Matter movement and all of the racial injustice that was happening in our country, um, with specifically with COVID and the way that people argue about the severity of it and all that different stuff with the election, it just seems like it has been a very divided year. There has been a lot of disagreement on a lot of different issues. And it can be really hard, especially in years like this, when you meet up with family and you're having conversations, (laughs) it's hard to not hit touchy subjects or it's, it's hard to talk to someone else who you already know that you don't agree with a hundred percent. And so you're thinking like, what are some of the things that I can say to them to encourage them to, to just be there and to be present, um, in a way that isn't going to spark arguments or um, conversations that you're going to look back on and not be happy with, I guess. So I wanted to specifically talk to y'all a little bit about what you can do with the Enneagram and what are some little key phrases you could say to people with these specific numbers or as yourself, something that you can say to other people to be heard better. So I'm going to go ahead and start with some of the things that you maybe have told specific people in your life that you love with this number before that maybe there's a different way you could say it, maybe a better way. So dealing when you're dealing specifically with ones, 
something that you might say to them as well. You're always so thorough with your work. But one's really fear um, that enough really isn't good enough. So they fear that they're never good enough. And so something that instead of saying how thorough they are, maybe say something like, you don't have to have it all together to be valued here. You are valued as you are. So putting more emphasis on their value instead of, and, and, and putting emphasis on the fact that they don't have to have it all put together. They don't have to be perfect, but that they can make mistakes and it doesn't matter how thorough they're being. With type twos, instead of saying to them, wow, I don't know where we'd be without you. I don't know what we'd do without you. Type twos, you know, they have this belief that they are as loved as they are helpful. So they, they take all of their value from, and all of, they equate all of their love to how helpful they're being. And so say something more like, you're appreciated, but your help isn't expected. I'm just happy to enjoy your company. And so when you have two specifically, don't just expect them to be the ones cooking in the kitchen, cleaning up, setting the table, doing all of the work that you might not want to do and them getting all of their value from that. So one advice, some advice that I could have for that is to help them out specifically. If you have twos in your life that you love, go out of your way this holiday season to do those things for them so that they don't have to do them and say, Hey, I really appreciate you being here. I just want to spend time with you. Giving them no tasks would be something they're not prepared for, but also I think it would bring them a sense of joy that they've never experienced. With type threes, you might say something like, wow, I'm so proud of all of that you've accomplished. That's so impressive. But type threes, you know, they believe that they're as worthy as they are successful. That's where we get all of our worth is from our success. And so say something more like, hey, I love you for who you are. And I wish everyone could see you for who you are, not just what you do. So really emphasizing just them as a person and not focusing on what they do successfully. Especially if you have a three in your life that you love, who has just gotten like a job promotion or something like that, that's a great accomplishment. And I don't want to discourage you from you know, appreciating that, but maybe with the job that they got or, you know, the, the raise that they got or the promotion saying something more specifically like, yeah, you got that because you're such a great person, not just because of how, and, and not saying, oh yeah, you got that job. You're so great. You're so successful. You're perfect at everything you do. And, and you are so productive but more just emphasizing on who they are as a person. With fours, you might say something like, wow, you have so much potential, which in the first place is kind of such a backhanded compliment. And like, it's just kind of, I don't think that would be good to say to anyone, <laughs> but I think specifically with fours, you know, they fear that they won't be able to, you know, ever truly express their thoughts or feelings in a way that is appreciated. And so say something more like, I love hearing your thoughts and ideas because you might not even agree with their thoughts and ideas, but just validating them by saying you love hearing it 
is something that will give them so much more confidence and appreciate you so much more for saying that. With fives, you might be inclined to say something like, you are always so informed. You know, with our fives, they are the bookworms, they are the researchers, but you know, fives fear that they will be seen as unqualified if they take action too quickly. They don't want to be seen as ignorant at all. So say something more like, I really value your unique perspective. They worked hard on the answer that they came up with or the idea that they have. They've thought about it meticulously. And so don't shoot that down. With sixes, you might say something like, you are always there when I need you, which sounds like such a nice thing to say. And it is. But specifically with sixes, you know, they have a tendency to be loyal to people who aren't always loyal to them as a way to ensure their safety and security. So if you're the kind of person who really values that loyalty and values that person that's there for you, but you know you're not always going to be the same, that could be really harmful. Because they're not there, they shouldn't be there just when you need them. You should be there for them as well. They shouldn't just be a tool that you use when you're upset. You should want to spend quality time with them. And so instead of saying something like, you're always there when I need you, just simply say, it's so nice to spend time with you. I love spending time with you. I love being in your presence. Because that's going to be more emphasis on who they are and not what you need specifically. With sevens, you might say something like, you're always so happy, which as we talked with John Mark last week, we know that's not the case. They're not always happy. Nobody ever is. Not all the time, at least. They have this belief that people don't want to be around them when they're sad. And so instead of just talking about how happy they are all the time, maybe say something like, I love when you share your feelings with me. My favorite times with you are when you show up just as you are. With eights, you might say something like, you are so self-reliant. But eights believe that it's admitting weakness to ask for support. So instead of talking about how you know self-reliant and independent they are, maybe say something like, it is so powerful when you share your vulnerabilities with me. Because that way, they're not being weak. It's a strength that they're able to share their vulnerabilities. And last but not least, with nines, you may say something like, you are so easy to get along with, which is so true. We love nines. Um, but nines have a tendency to hide their true opinions and preferences to not create discomfort in... A relational dynamic. Maybe instead say something like, I value your perspective and love every time I learn something new about you. As yourself, as whatever specific number you are, these are some of the things that you can do or say during this holiday season that will make life easier for you. And it's okay to say these things. It's okay to do these things. And I just want to reiterate that now. So for ones, 
You can ask for everyone to chip in for cleanup. You don't have to do it all yourself. It doesn't have to be perfect and spotless, and you don't have to do it alone. For twos, you can ask for everyone to share what they appreciate about each other. Because I know that you love to appreciate others and you love to be there for others, but that's something that we all need to practice. And so I encourage you twos to encourage the rest of your friends and family to do that as well. For threes, y'all can ask for no career talk. Let people know they can ask about you, but not what you've achieved. I think this is something that's really, really important. As a three myself, I talk about work a lot. And especially with my family, since they were ministers, that is something that I really feel like we talk about a lot. But there's a time and a place for it. And over the dinner table might not be the time or place. And I need to be valued for more than what I accomplish. For fours, you can ask for your feelings and thoughts to be validated and honored. You deserve that. Fives, you can ask for a few moments to yourself when things feel overwhelming. You deserve that. (laughs) You deserve some alone, some quiet time. It's perfectly okay to take a step back to go on a walk, to go in your room and read a book. You deserve that alone time if you need it. Sixes, you can ask for someone else to take charge. You don't have to be in charge. You don't have to be the host. And even if you are the host, these are your families. These are your friends. They can take charge. And you can ask for that. And that's okay. Perfectly okay. Sevens, You can ask for activities to do during downtime. Family bike ride. Family run. Family football game. If there's things that you need to do, ask. Eights, you can ask for someone to be your buffer when political conversations go too far. This is a huge one. Especially for the time that we're in right now. And for what I talked about at the beginning of this podcast of how this year is different, (laughs) this year is weird, and there's been a lot of division in our country this year, you can ask for a buffer. It's okay. And for everyone else in their life who has an eighth that they love and cherish and that they'll be with during the holidays, you need to be respectful of that, of them, and of these conversations with politics and with social injustice because it's something that they feel very passionate about and you need to respect that. Nines, you can ask for exactly what you want without it being a problem for other people. You deserve to get what you need and for those who are interacting with nines, you need to respect that as well. And they're not there to just make everything easier for everyone else. We need to make things easy for them as well because they're valued. All of us are valued. So as we go into the holiday season, as you spend Christmas, Christmas Eve, New Year's, all of that fun stuff, multiple Christmases and New Year's parties, or whatever you're doing, 
this is just some advice that I would have that ties in with the Enneagram of ways that you can love your neighbor better and ways that you yourself can express what you need, what you desire, how you want to be valued, how you want to be loved. Have open and honest conversation with your friends and family over these holidays. And for those of you that are unable to be with some of your family members this year, if you've lost loved ones, we're there for you. This is a really hard time and you are seen and you are heard and you are loved. Guys, I just thank you so much for listening to this podcast today. I cannot wait to be back with y'all in a few weeks to go deeper into the Enneagram, into triads, and into stances, um, how some of the different numbers will interact. I also am really excited to answer some of the questions that y'all have sent in. Um, continue to send those questions in for our Q&A. It's going to be a really great time, and I'm really excited about that podcast specifically. But I'm going to hop off now, and I will see y'all in a few weeks. This is Today on the Green. Thank you.